Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Stopper.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. It's 907 on the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Another chance of winning the Bone Bonus coming up in less than an hour. We'll give you the keyword before we get out of here today for your chance to win $1,000. Uh, let's go to the hotline and welcome to the show from TMZ. This is Mr. Harvey Levin. Harvey, how are you, sir? I'm good, Mike. How you doing? Uh, great. Uh, by the way, kudos on the Richard Simmons uh, episode, the documentary, uh, Great. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who was a fixture in our lives growing up through the 80s, and then, you know, anybody who listened to Howard's show was a longtime fan of Howard hearing him on that show, and then just disappear, and all those stories about where he was and if he was being held captive, all great stuff. I thought I thought following through on that was excellent. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I mean, we, Richard Simmons is really fascinating. It was it was so interesting doing this, and you know, and sometimes the real answer is not you know one of these kind of salacious stories. It's kind of a human story. Yeah, and and uh, also, I mean, it, you know, the way that it ended up, kind of the way it was, I always assumed it would with Richard, where he'd just be a little old lady. But uh, over over time, I didn't know. All these years he's been in our life, but I didn't know uh, about the gyms that he had in L.A. and how he really got the whole start of the whole thing. And Oh, my it was, God. It was just huge. Huge. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing to learn about. It. And now uh, we're going to dig into Michael Jackson and who really killed Michael Jackson, which premieres tonight uh, at, on uh, Fox. Now, before we get to this real quick, are you please tell me you're at least working on the Britney Spears documentary because that's got to be something crazy is going down there any minute. We've already done it, actually. It's on Tubi. Um, we did it, uh, it dropped, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and it's on Tubi. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I know that there is, but I mean, there is going to be a... Follow-up. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a murder or yeah. a suicide yeah. or something. I mean, look, this is, you see this evolving. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And is there any way, I mean, you guys are, you know, closer to these situations. I mean, I, I is there any way... That step in and and save like when one of the saddest things I ever saw was when she was shaving her head in that thing and I thought there's just if that was my daughter my heart would be breaking and I feel like now uh, the same thing is happening I mean here's this girl just she's on the verge of just an early death. Well, I'll tell you there is so much to talk about there. I could never get to Michael Jackson if we did. <laughs> all right, you're right. All right. So, yeah, so, it's, it's a whole story. So Michael Jackson uh, in our whole lives have just been a great. Uh, you know, whether from from him being a young black kid to being an old white woman when he died, it was just a long trip in between, and the the circumstances surrounding his death. Now, if you ask me, I would have just said, uh, you know, it was the doctor who gave him the propofol, and he took too much drugs, and he died, and that was it. But now, now we're looking into who really killed Michael Jackson. Who else are we looking at? Well, I mean, what your view of it? is really the view that most people have, that it's this doctor who was at his bedside, Conrad Murray. That is not the story. Michael got addicted 
to pain meds in 1984. I don't know if you remember this Pepsi commercial he did where his hair got caught on fire. Oh, yeah. I do, of and course. He was, getting opioids for, he was getting opioids for that, and it was appropriate because it was for pain meds. The doctors never weaned him off it. And not only did they not wean him off it, these do- a lot of doctors wanted to get close to Michael because he was a celebrity, and they would, they would enable him and fuel his addiction and help connive with him to get drugs. And, you know, Michael was a victim of some really bad medical practices and other things, too. And we chronicle that. And there is one doctor in particular in Beverly Hills. He's a dermatologist. His name is Arnie Klein. And Arnie Klein pumped Michael with Demerol, like huge doses of Demerol, almost every day in the months leading up to his death. And when you start looking at who really caused this, Conrad Murray was really, really late to the game. So, so you're saying uh, these doctors were manipulating him through getting him high and 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 causing him to have these addiction issues to where they'd he'd be their only source of of getting him. And so, but what is their what is their ultimate gain? I mean, were, were they in business with him? Were they? Yeah, their, their gain is access. And I'll give you an example. Arnie Klein would go on vacation with Michael, yeah. uh, had spent Christmases with Michael. And in return, Michael would get drugs from Arnie Klein. And, you know, we spoke to Debbie Rowe. She's never done an interview before. This is Michael's ex-wife and the mother of two of his kids. She would not talk about Michael, but... She actually worked for Arnold Klein for 27 years, and that's where she met Michael. And she talks about what went on in that office and how Klein wanted to ingratiate himself with celebrities to a point where, doc- where, where celebrities would call up and say, look, I'm having a party on Saturday night. Uh, could we get some drugs? <laughs> and Klein would not only accommodate, but people would go to the party and there'd be 90 Percocet in a candy dish. Wow. And, you know, as she described this, it's just jaw-dropping. It is, it, it, it's unbelievable. So uh, why do you think you were able to, he was able to keep it, like, you know, obviously if she's talking about it and people are coming and seeing it, how does that not get out to you guys? How do you not hear about it, you know, way earlier well, than this Well, we death? knew something was wrong because we would be sometimes in Beverly Hills with, a, with many, many other camera people, and Michael Jackson would walk into Klein's office looking fine, and then he'd be there for three hours, and he'd come out compl- looking like a zombie. He could barely walk. Yeah. He couldn't talk. And you saw it, and you just knew something was deeply, deeply wrong. Do you think that they didn't step in with Michael? I mean, it w- with you know, you look at all the doctors he hangs around, and you wonder, well, why would they let him do this? Well, nobody stopped the plastic surgeon from doing what they did. I mean, they, his nose was practically non-existent. I mean, he had to keep it covered. In the, that the American Medical Association, somebody has to step in and go, hey, this is this is a clearly a mental well, a mental I, patient. I, I'll, I'll tell you. We actually interview one. We interview um, a plastic surgeon who said that actually Arnie Klein himself sent Michael to him to get his nose done for a f- either a third or fourth time, and the doctor said, "I wouldn't do it. It was outrageous." I mean, he was uh, he, he, he was literally didn't it didn't look not only didn't look human, it wasn't functioning right. Yeah. So he turned he turned Michael down, 
But, you know, there were doctors who pushed back, but there were enough to accommodate him that he got into this situation. Yeah, that, I, I got to tell you, if you were a doctor and you're thinking you're seeing Michael Jackson as a way in, now you're going to get other celebrities. You'd be the guy who was with Michael Jackson. Sure, now I see the the thing. All right, well, the uh, who killed Michael Jackson? Who really killed Michael Jackson? TMZ investigates tonight uh, on Fox, and you'll find out uh, not only what is... Uh, and, and, it's, and it's on at 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8, 8 o'clock, and not only Dr. Conrad Murray, but all these other doctors before him. Why do you think Murray's the only one who got the heat for it? Well, you know, it's interesting. We talked to uh, the lead detective in the case who said I, he thought it was really uh, the, the guy who arrested Conrad Murray. And he said it was unfair to lay all the blame at his doorstep. But for better or worse, prosecutors only focused on that you know, moment in time and not everything else leading up to it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, Harvey Levin, always great to talk to you, and we'll check it out tonight at 8 o'clock on Fox. Who really killed Michael Jackson? Thank you, sir. Okay, Mike, see ya. Have a great day. There you go. God, that's, that's insane. You think about Michael Jackson's whole crazy life and all the things. I mean, so he's a child superstar. So you, Carmen, you probably don't know this in Spanish. You probably don't remember this. When we were kids, a Jackson 5 was a big deal. Not only were they, uh, did they have good songs, but they were on TV a lot because they would be on the uh, variety shows, but then they were a cartoon. I think there was a Jackson's cartoon yeah. on yeah. Saturday mornings. Were, on, were they on the Brady Bunch at one point? I don't think so. No. I know I the Brady Bunch David, did their David own Jones thing. Was. Was. I think yeah, they were on the Partridge Family or something. Like Is that what it was? But so. there were, No, they were definitely not on the Partridge no. Family. There was a Brady Bunch cartoon, wasn't there? Yes. So I wonder if maybe the cartoons crossed over. Maybe. maybe that's what I'm thinking. Because they did do a thing with the Brady kids where they had a band as they got older. So you have that. The, you have the Jackson 5. Then as they got older, uh, the Jackson 5 starts disappearing and Michael starts emerging. And Michael comes out in the late 70s, early 80s as a solo star with Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. And, yeah, uh, off what, the Wall album off the, the whole Off the Wall album is yeah. great. And he is what you think kid Michael Jackson would grow up to be. Uh, big hair. He had that fat nose. And then after that, I don't remember how long between Off the Wall and Thriller, but you didn't see Michael Jackson anymore. And I remember Eddie Van Halen says when he got the call to do the solo on the album, they said Michael Jackson, and he and he said little Michael Jackson because he thought like the right. little kid from the Jackson Five, and then went down there and did it. So nobody really you didn't really see Michael Jackson, and then when Thriller comes out, it becomes the biggest thing in the world. Like he was saying, Michael Jackson was a celebrity. He wasn't just a celebrity; he was the biggest thing in the world. Like everybody was it was imitating him. Everybody was wearing the clothes that he was wearing. His music was being played everywhere. People who didn't like that kind of music were listening to that music. Uh, you had Beat It, Billy Jean, Thriller. Then you had the duets with McCartney, The Girl Is Mine. I mean, you really had. He became the biggest thing in the world and the tour. And then as you saw him, then his his look started changing. And he started becoming lighter, and then people were like, is he trying to turn white? Is he gay? That was a big question of whether or not he was gay. And then when he was still kind of black, he took he took Brooke Shields and Emmanuel Lewis to the American Music Awards. And a monkey. That's right. Did he take the monkey? He took Bubbles, I think, one time, too. Yeah. <laughs> then it, uh, it was Emmanuel Lewis that he, that he hung out with, yeah. And then... Um, Madonna, him and Madonna went to a thing together because Madonna was like, yeah, he's probably gay, but the two of us showing up somewhere together is going to be huge. And uh, then all that, that 
weirdness about Michael just started to grow and grow because then you found out he had monkeys and llamas and he lived in this Neverland ranch. He's like, oh, I'm still a kid. You know, I never had a thing. And, uh, and, and it just got weirder and weirder. And then all of a sudden, boom, 10 years later, 15 years later, come the child allegations. That gets swept under the rug, and then more child allegations. And I got to tell you, I still to this day, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. A lot of payoffs during that time. Yeah, but but I have learned from being in lawsuits that it's a lot easier to pay off and go away, and certainly a lot cheaper than it is to right or wrong, especially if you want, if you want, if you're hiding something, like, or not hiding something, but if you don't want the world to talk about whether or not you're a pedophile for the next two years, and you could just pay somebody to go away. Because whether it's true or not, if you mention pedophile yeah. and Michael Jackson together, people just start to believe it. What happened with the whole kids describing his uh, private parts? And Jesus, were Jesus. they accurate with that or no? Or? Yeah, but but I hear in my thought is, and this doesn't make it right at all, but my thought is Michael Jackson still had that mentality. Like, you know how sometimes you see older guys and they hang around like high school parties? They still think that they're part of that group, even though that they're in their third year of college. Show people that are wiener? Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> but like I'm going to go work out with the basketball team. Or that movie, like St. Elmo's Fire, where that kid just yeah. wanted to go back to be with his with his college fraternity brothers because he didn't want to go out into the real world. I feel like Michael Jackson yeah. never, he never matured, never had, never grew up to be that adult. Not that that is an excuse Why did they see his wiener, though, is what I'm saying. I mean, did they, though, or did they? No, all? but that's, yeah. that's what I'm asking but, was... Go ahead. Is so there a description? This, this article says that that J- Jordan Chandler uh, described certain splotches on right. his well, genitalia. That he had the vitiligo on his wrist. Right. So right. if you have vitiligo on your body, okay, and it's around, and you're wearing underwear or short shorts, and you can see it going up the leg, it's pretty safe to say you got Is vitiligo. Is a kid going to know that, though? But if you're yeah. an adult and you're thinking of a story now Tell when I was kid. a kid, you know? Yeah. Or, or just if you're, when you're telling the story, be like, I, you know. First of all, if you're a kid and you see a man in short shorts or or uh, ar- ar- boxer shorts or underwear, that's a weird thing to see. Yeah, now why you, you shouldn't be around a kid in your underwear? Right. But he's going to have kids over your house in the first place. Yeah, I, he did it. Listen, I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. Yeah, if, he banged them. If kids. I had yeah. all the money, Michael, so if I had all the money Michael Jackson had, and I'd be able to bust over a bunch of kids from a cancer hospital or something and let them spend the night sure. watch Disney movies on. Be great. Now, there's nothing about me that's going to make me be in my underwear. In exactly. Front of yeah. Exactly. But Michael, I think, and, and again, not that this makes it right, but I think in his mind, he thought he was one of them. He thought he was like, I'm. It's, we're yeah. having a sleepover with kids. And uh, and that's what I believe because yeah, I know the kids aren't whipping their wieners out. Right. I don't think he whipped his wiener out. Yeah. I don't. I mean, well, I, can I, I, know, I just I'm read sorry. to you this excerpt? Let me just say this real quick. I don't know that he what either he did or not. But yeah. I'm trying to let's say if we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, let's just assume. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Read. So read. this is a direct quote from uh, ex music industry executive John Niven, who said, uh, "Quote: The boy's information was so accurate, he was able to locate where the splotched moved to when Jackson's penis became erect, and the fact that he was." circumcised, end quote. Okay, so so does Michael Jackson, and again, this is wrong, but does Michael Jackson mentally believe he's one of the kids, and this is a you show me mine, I'll show you yours kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is he necessarily after young boys, or does he just think he's a 
one of those. And again, I, I want to keep saying this. I'm Still not doesn't make him. yeah, it doesn't yeah. make yeah. it okay. Doesn't, it right. may, but I'm trying to figure out where does it comes he have from. Mental illness. Right. So he, I'm gonna is like, he molesting these kids, or in his head does he think he's one of these kids? I'm gonna like thriller no matter what, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. Yeah. And, and if that's my kid, I snap his neck. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, why would he do? Is he? Is he? I mean, well, well he obviously were, had mental health issues. Yeah. That's because if I mean. you ever look at those pictures, they had all those uh, pictures from inside Neverland Ranch, and he lived like a slob inside his. Uh, Ranch. He there was, was abuse. Pe- yeah, I mean the whole his yeah, bedroom and everything was just dis- disgusting. But he had so many. He had so many workers there to keep that place clean. No, he, the pictures are released. Like his bedroom, there's like papers everywhere and Which garbage he may have and said, trash. Stay out of my bedroom. Yeah. Stay out of, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely there. Was definitely child abuse. Oh, wow. So everybody course, knows Joe yeah. Jackson was beating up everybody and doing yep. all that stuff. Uh, which of course still does not make it okay. No, but we're saying that's probably that's why. leads to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's my, so my wife told me that there's. There's people that have a traumatic experience in their life at a certain age, and they mentally stop aging from That's there. Right. Well, that there's, there's, there's the been so many different serial killers that you go and you look at their family lifestyle where the father left at an early age, the mother used to beat the kid or do whatever or make fun of, and it's like a perfect... Uh, uh, you know, perfect recipe for a serial killer, right. and it happens time and time and time and time and time again. Where you're like, the kid never had a chance. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I have to tell you, if you have, if you if you had that experience, if you're Michael Jackson, and you've had this whirlwind career that was just made you the most popular person in the world, that's hard to that's hard to realize until you think of what it's like to walk through Sri Lanka and people chasing you through the streets. That's the, the most important, popular person in the world. The thing is, who else has had that experience besides Michael Jackson no. that they were famous since the yeah. five years old right. and were that, like, there's very, I mean, I can't even think of anybody that's but now comparable on that level that went through that type of yeah. experience. And it, Elvis later on, but not since yeah. a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah where you have yeah. no childhood, everybody is using, basically using you right. since the minute you can you can remember. Well, well there's, a lot, get you there. there's a lot that you don't know of well because they don't get that old because a lot of those child kids you know yeah. child stars yeah. whatever, wind up dying and early not even near as popular as michael no jackson near, yeah. the only one i could think of is britney spears because she did the yeah. disney yeah. stuff yeah her you know since she was a kid and now, yeah so so you're michael jackson you have that whole your child career you have to become the most famous person in the world everybody's making money off you your, your whole life your brain has you stop aging at, at nine you're uh among all these people in the world as a little boy as you know as an adult nobody's boy, saying no to you nobody no. says no to you you want you want candy and ice cream and monkeys and all that so they give it to you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, Hey, I'm an adult and this is crazy and I've been doing this crazy stuff and I might have been I mean, even if I didn't molest these kids, I might have been inappropriate with these kids. Uh, go ahead and drug me up so I don't have to think about this anymore. And then you come out of it and you're like, I don't want to think of it. Drug me up again. And that's, that's, that makes sense. You know, trying yeah. to hide all, and then all, or even if, even if you take the kid stuff out of it and you're like, I don't want to think about Joe Jackson beating me up mm-hmm. and having that miserable childhood that I have just keep doping me up. Crazy. Elvis. Well, that that commercial when I mean, he had like severe burns like it through his whole head oh, yeah. from that Pepsi commercial. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That literally caught his hair. His hair was in flames. Oh. Uh, and it was on fire. That was a big deal, and we were all worried and sad for Michael. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of jokes that came out of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's absolutely crazy. And how, 
nowadays you ask people what they want to be when they grow up, and a lot of the, the answer is famous. Not necessarily for yeah. anything, just famous to be famous. Influencers. But that fame, that kind of fame is a burden. Like that, that You know, you want to be famous where you get a good table at a restaurant yeah. or, you know, you have a couple people ask you for an autograph. You don't want to be, I can't go out of my house. Right. No. Famous. I, I've seen, I can't leave. Well, I've I mean, seen the fear in Tom Brady's eyes when Gio walked by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you say Justin Bieber is comparable because he's no. been famous since he was like 15? No, yeah. because he's not was never like when Justin Bieber was famous as a kid, he wasn't famous to my dad. My yeah, dad knew he was. Yeah. My dad didn't like him. Like like Michael Jackson was the biggest thing in people's lives. Like he he his fame transcended everything. He was on every TV show. He was talked about yeah. everywhere. He was the most referenced guy. I mean, if you... He, I, There's I nobody like that now. No, it, Elvis was the only other thing like that in, that I could remember in my lifetime. Could but you say was, Macaulay Culkin for a short time? Not even no, close. No. No. He's never not had a TV even show. Close. Jackson 5 had a TV show. Had Maca- a, they, they had all kinds of stuff. Macaulay Culkin, Justin Bieber, maybe Justin Bieber music-wise now, but you, you, bring, you brought Michael Jackson anywhere in the world. And they were like following him. Oh my God, that's Michael Jackson. You can bring Justin Bieber, and he can kind of mix in some spots. You can bring Justin Bieber to a, uh, a a country. I'm not saying he's not popular, but he can he can blend in. Michael Jackson stood out as that the biggest thing ever. Yeah, the there king. was nobody that wouldn't pay attention to Michael Jackson. That's just a weird. That's just a weird being. Like I was thinking the other day, I I really like Tom Cruise and I like Brad Pitt. I think they're both fun to watch in movies. And, and Brad Pitt seems like a really good guy. Tom Cruise, you don't really get to see enough of him. But those guys can't go to the mall. Yeah. Like they can't. Uh, like Tom Cruise can't come home and go. I got to run to Lowe's and get batteries. He just can't. You, you know what I mean? Or if you do, you're you're you have so much to think about. How long is this going to take me now? Do I not? And then, then if he's like, look, I'm just going to run in and get batteries and run out. Now he he's 10 people that were fans all hate him because he wouldn't stop and take pictures. Like, those are really things you have to think about. I wonder if somebody famous like that. So let's say like a uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's very famous, but he's not, you know, Michael Jackson famous. No. But he's very famous. A lot of people know who he is. If he puts on just a regular ball cap and some glasses and dresses normal and, walk, and doesn't have an entourage around him, can, how far can he get before somebody goes... Is that Bradley Cooper? Interesting that you use Bradley Cooper because the last time in February when I went up to New York to see Eddie Vedder, Bradley Cooper was there, walked out of the building, walked three feet away from me, and I didn't... I mean, I watched him walk out not knowing what I was watching, and somebody went, is that Bradley Cooper? And then people were like, hey, Bradley, and he was like, hey, and he got in the car and left. And it took one person to figure it out, but he walked past a lot of people. That's what I wonder, you know, because if you don't draw attention to yourself, if you don't have big giant bodyguards or an entourage around you or you're wearing some crazy outfit or whatever that's that, Bradley Cooper is a good-looking guy. He's famous, but ball cap, glasses, you don't really notice. It's another guy, but maybe somebody goes... Is that Riley Cooper? You know who's got and it bad, sudden... which is probably good to deal with. But like, you, I, I saw Vladi Divox in, in Vegas one time. Oh, you can't miss him. He's right. seven feet and change, and <laughs> uh, but he was high as a kite. And and we were like, hey, Vladi. He's like, hey, you know, <laughs> like. But now I'll remember that forever, and I got to see him. But um, holy damn it, there was oh, uh, The Rock. 
Oh. The Rock was oh, wearing yeah. a baseball hat and a, and a Good COVID mask, yeah. and you're like, "There's no way he's gonna, you can't see his head." But you know, you're like, "That's The Rock, right?" Yeah, because you know? he's so big. Yeah. So yeah. big. If you have something that uh, you know that uh, gives you away immediately like that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine Brady goes anywhere without getting recognized instantly. No, yeah, no way. No, Brady. He's so tall. When yeah. he walks yeah. in right away, they go, "Who's that tall? Oh my God, that's yeah. not Brady." Yeah, and he's so pretty. He, I mean, he is Galvin. He's. You saw the pictures. He's way taller than you expect. And when he walks in the room, the entire li- the lights of angels shine upon yeah. him. Like when he walks in here, ah. there is like a whole buzz instantly. It's yeah. really weird. I've never experienced that. No, ever. It's, it's, it's that would be an interesting thing to do, like for like Jimmy Fallon or somebody to do, uh, have like uh, start at the mall front door and then see yeah, how, how, different, far how far different celebrities yeah. get. And don't go crazy with like putting makeup on them. No, just literally a just a hat and glasses. See how far you can walk in. Because <laughs> you know it would be like, Demi Lovato! Just yeah. immediately. You I'm know, oblivious so. to some of those things. You... If I see a shifty guy walk in, I got my eyes on him. Sure, yeah. But uh, you, I could be at a counter and Tom Brady would be paying next to me and I wouldn't even pay attention. I would be like, oh, I wouldn't even know until I like to think that I'm pretty aware, I'm not. but you never know. I'd like to think know. that too, but I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, that's uh, I've seen celebrities in walking in the streets of Manhattan sometimes where you walk past them and you go, uh, 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 and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess so. You know it's a great celebrity move? Sorry, I got a piece of ice in there. Is to keep walking. Yeah. I saw Joe Theismann in uh, uh, a casino in Vegas. And I go, hey, Joe Theismann. And he goes, hey, man. Shook my hand. Kept yeah, walking. Go, yeah. Didn't stop. Didn't do anything. Fine by me. Yeah. I don't need to have a conversation with you. Just, hey, Joe Theismann. I, uh, when, you, when you get a cab and you're trying to get out of a cab in New York, there's usually somebody getting in the cab mm-hmm. if it's a busy time. And I got out of the cab and turned it over to Luke Wilson one time. And that was a cool Oh, really? And he, and he was just... Right after old school, and I got out of the car, and he comes by to go to get in, and I go, "Hey, Godfather!" Yeah. Goes, All right, hey, you know, he was like totally cool. <laughs> One of the funniest things about that is Ed Helms said he was uh, getting out of a cab, and someone was like, uh, "Ed Helms, can I get a picture with you?" And he's like, "I can't. I got to get in here." This, uh, and the guy goes, "Rid it, dit douche." Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, sorry, uh, anybody got a picture with him?" Uh, <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. I, you know what though, I, I never, I never did anything in my life that I couldn't stop to take a picture for. Like, that is the quickest thing. Yeah. You walk with me, take it, cool, thank you. Right. Like, you never to take a picture now, I don't know, that just that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's take a break. Uh, don't forget another opportunity to win $1,000 with the bone bonus coming up at the top of the hour. I see that we have a bunch of calls on hold. I will get to those when we come back. Our phone numbers, if you want to get through the 800 lines, are wide open 800-771-1025. We'll uh, get your calls, and I don't know, we still got a lot of stuff left to do before the next 28 minutes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.